Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. If you were a real estate agent, lacrosse coaching, small business owning, shift working radio co-host, you would probably miss a day here and there too. This is Ryan Tutel and not Tucker Sargent. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having an outstanding day, an outstanding week. Crazy that we're already in the heart of September, but that's a great thing because that means college football back in full force around the state of Montana. You're listening to Nuanas Now on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Broadcasting with my good friend, Ryan Tutel. Howdy. Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? We talked NFL over-unders. We've been doing that a lot lately, and uh, it's over now because win totals, got to get those bets locked in because the season starts here in uh, just a little while with the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting the NFL season kicked off. We also did our Treasure State Stars for the week, and we heard from... Alex Eshelman 
from SWX Montana Television. She's doing a great job as a reporter over there in Bozeman. It was our Montana State Minute, talking about some insights into the Bobcats, and she'll also give us some prep updates from time to time as well. But we'll be doing that once a week uh, with Alex. You can find everything in the first hour of the show on the podcast. N-U-A-N-E-Z. That'll get you there for the Nuanas Now podcast. That's how you spell it? Please rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. Five stars preferred. And it's probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Sports Bet Montana. We're going to talk uh, all things college football, particularly the Grizzlies and the Bobcats here in hour number two. But first, if you're hungry or you're thirsty or both, Call us right now. We're reinventing, rebringing back, reinstituting, I should say, the uh, six-pack and a Sammy from Warden's Market. They have some of the best sandwiches in town. They also have the best beer selection anywhere in the Garden City. So give us a call right now, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. We have a six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market. All you got to do is just call. Caller number two, you will be the proud winner of a six-pack and a Sammy from Warren's Market. And uh, all you got to do is just give Tommy your name, and we'll pass it along. These uh, are the moments I wish Wharton's. I wasn't on the radio. So you, you know? can just go win it, oh, right? Go for a six-pack and a sandwich right now. When was the last time you had a Whopper? Since I've been, since I, you know, left Missoula, I just got back. I got I got, I got to hit all the spots. Got to just take a long walk down Higgins, get over there to Warden's and knock it all down. Can't wait. We have all sorts of new stuff around here, which is very exciting, and we appreciate everybody for listening in, tuning in, and for being a part of this great show. We love supporting all the local businesses here around the city of Missoula, and uh, this is a new segment that we have been instituting the last two weeks. We gave you the best of Bobby Houck from fall camp, and now each week I'll catch up with Coach Houck and get his thoughts on the University of Montana. It's Houck's Highlights, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller Law. Paul Ryan is a name that's been synonymous with law around the Garden City for decades, and Paul's excited to announce the expansion of his firm to Ryan Holloway and Miller. Paul Ryan, Nate Holloway, and Angie Miller have a fierce love for their community, and they want to help you with any of your legal needs. Whether you need help with an auto accident, medical malpractice, wrongful death, or any criminal defense, Ryan Holloway and Miller should be your first call. They take calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So no matter your legal needs in Western Montana or around the Treasure State, when it comes to personal injury or criminal defense, call Ryan Holloway and Miller today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Caught up with Bobby Houck before Wednesday's practice. Here's just a few thoughts from the Grizz head coach on his team's win over the Washington Huskies in Seattle. So first of all, last night I'm driving in my car and listening to Freddie Coleman's show, one of my favorite guys on the radio, and he's talking about Bobby Houck and the Montana Grizzlies. So this is just the first of many, or I guess the next of many. But, I mean, this must be cool. Yeah, Freddie and Ian are good guys, so that was fun being on with them. Uh, I think it's good for our university. You know, I think it's good for Montana. I think it's good for Missoula, and I think it's good for the university. So uh, national exposure is a great thing. I know that you have such a... uh, so, so much pride in this university as a whole, not just the football program, but the athletic department and the university as a whole. So do you sort of see your role as, as sort of helping Montana make a comeback? Because, you know, it has been tough times in Montana in terms of enrollment and stuff like that. But this sort of thing, in my opinion, is so big for the school in general. So, I mean, do you agree and do you kind of see that role that this team has? Yeah, I think we can uh, give the university great exposure and, and great national recognition because our sport's visible across the country. And we want to do our part to to help, and we, you know, and that includes 
not just the University of Montana, but Montana itself. You spent several years at University of Washington. Was that the first time you'd coached there since you left there, though? Yeah, I hadn't been in the stadium since I left there, so that was the first time. What did you think of the, just the new digs? Because, I mean, they, they've done a lot of work on that thing, and it's as beautiful as ever. Yeah, I'd, I'd driven by and seen pictures and been told about it, but it was it was nice. They did, uh, they did a really nice job with that. The Nationals spin here is, you know, the FCS team toppling the rank FBS team, but uh, that was a good football team that you guys beat. In fact, a great football team, but did they stack up kind of how you expected? I mean, did they look uh, like you thought when you were putting together the scouting report? Yeah, you know, uh, first games, you get a lot of time on, on, the, on the opponents, so you can do a little more in terms of personnel and some of those things and uh yeah they were they were what we thought uh certainly they're they're uh they're, i think they're a good football team it's an interesting dynamic too the fact that you guys had so long to prepare for them and now turn around and you're in another game week and that's sort of the ebbs and flows of college football but what's that transition like when you go from having months to prepare for your opener to now a couple days to prepare for western illinois yeah we uh you know we believe in routine and we're into our our weekly routine this week and if you uh don't do it that way i think you can get caught and uh, get beat on any given saturday when you're watching the film back uh, the the fronts both fronts played really well for for montana and uh, but particularly the offensive line i thought was was a pleasant surprise so what did you think of those guys performance and and what did they do well well i i wasn't surprised um but uh you know, we're just we're just fundamentally sound. Um, we've got enough ability to to control the game to a degree on both sides. So it was good. You mentioned this was the biggest win in your coaching career. App State uh, in 2009 was one I remember. James Madison in 2008 in the semis over in their barn. Uh, but I mean, why was this one? What, what made it special? What made it stand out to you? Why did you think that this was the best win in your career? Uh, just the fact is is it's the Washington Huskies, you know, and, and they're uh, they're a force and always have been in college football. So that's a huge win. And just you know, you can make a case for a lot of things, and that's what you guys do. You get to fill air time. For me, that was just kind of a spur of the moment statement. But I think I was right. Absolutely, and, and a great win for you yourself, your assistants, and then your team. Last question for you, Coach. What do you expect Saturday night under the lights, Washington Grizzly Stadium, with Western Illinois coming to town? Well, they're they're a good football team. Um, they've got a lot of new faces. They have a lot of transfers. Uh, they're fast. Uh, their offense can light it up. And I think uh, we'll have our hands full with them for sure. So you go Bobby Houck before uh, Wednesday's practice down at the River Bowl. Uh, gracious of Coach Houck to give us a couple minutes before practice. It's our Houck highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Speaking of Ryan, Ryan Tutel in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's Nuanas now on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Uh, you have a lot of ties to that neck of the woods out in Seattle, Tacoma area. Mm. I know you followed University of Washington sports quite a bit throughout your life. And uh, obviously the Grizz back in the fold, so that was must-watch TV anyways. But just your impressions on Montana's uh, pretty remarkable 13-7 to victory over the number 20-ranked team in the FBS. Well, I mean... On one hand, I could sit here and just do, you know, two hours on it. On another hand, everything's just so obvious. Sure. I mean, it it, it was it was uh, unbelievable in the hyperbolic sense how well they played, how hard they played. I thought the thing that was very surprising is that they were the better team. When you see FCS teams play 
Power 5 schools, to say nothing of nationally ranked Power 5 schools, there is always a talent gap. There is always a size and athleticism deficiency. There was not in this game. I mean, there you, there's some spots, but by and large, it looked equal And in that respect. And where it was not equal was in just the effort and execution. And one thing that has perhaps been talked about, but I haven't heard about it, but I have got to take my hat off to Coach Houck and the entire staff because – they coached the pants off the Huskies in their staff. 100%. Period. So, is that surprising, though? It's not surprising. Because this is but the number sometimes one. sometimes it, it's surprising that it mattered as much as it did, though. This is the number one question I've had about Washington since the day that Chris Peterson abruptly retired out of nowhere. Because mm-hmm. Chris Peterson is, is not only one of the great college football coaches of the modern era, but he is also among, if not the most perfect fit for the University of Washington. I mean, everything that Chris Peterson is about. That's right. From his personality to the way he's this regal, handsome guy. I mean, he fits on Montlake perfectly. And the so region. Why, why would he walk away? He's not even 60 yet. Yeah. So what, what what's going on? And then the fact that Pete Kwiatkowski, one of the highest-paid defensive coordinators, also left and to go to Texas uh, with, with one Jeff Choate from Montana State to join Steve Sarkeesian's staff. I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of question marks about the, well, that, the leadership that makes for the all the Washington sense in the world to me. The Chris Peterson thing obviously was very abrupt, very surprising. And if you believe what he said about it, it it resonates with me. Okay, I can, I'll just say that in terms of Chris Peterson. But um, you know, obviously Jimmy Lake, you know, a, a, a new position for him. And I don't think this necessarily. I mean, it ultimately, always will fall on the head coach. But but I think you're trying to organize everything with your whole staff and everything like that. And they, they weren't there. They weren't ready to go in that way. And Bobby Houck and his staff, who have been basically the same group since Bobby Houck took back over. I mean, it's unbelievable the stability in the staff that, that they have had at the University of Montana. So, you know, it was, it's, the greatest, it's the greatest single win in terms of an opponent in the history of the program. So what more can you say than that? And Bobby Houck even said, right, this is the greatest win in my coaching career. So uh, there's nothing more that you can say than that. I think the best thing I can say, though, about Montana is is this. They control their own destiny. And I don't mean that in the sort of dumb and obvious sense that everybody at this point basically controls their own destiny. If you win, you keep going. What I What I mean by that is this. When they play and if they play at their best, they determine the outcome of every game that they play in. The only way that Montana is going to lose a game is if they don't do the things they're supposed to do. There's a lot of teams out there who can play a really good game, basically do all the things they're asked to do and lose. Montana is one of the very, very, very few teams that isn't that. If they do everything that they're supposed to do and play all the ways they're supposed to do, uh, is supposed to play, they're going to win. And they so they control their destiny in every game that they play, and that is remarkable. I mean, that's a very strong statement that I just made. Uh, but when you, you – we go back several years now, Colter, you and I, to when Patrick O'Connell – first stepped onto the field as a freshman or what, you know, when, when, when we saw Marcus Wellno for the first time, we saw this, Lewis. Uh, this whole front of guys yeah. who were Alex Gubner was outstanding freshmen freshman, yeah. and you're going, what in the world? And they played right away because it was a complete overhaul yep. from Bob Stitt to Bobby Houck just immediately. And 
they didn't look like they weren't ready at that time, and now they look all world, and they still got two, three years of eligibility in a lot of these cases. But that front seven, put them up against anybody at this level in the country, period, right now, and uh, across the board. The one thing that's obvious is that this this team has been like a spring being wound up for almost two years. For sure. And they exploded on the Washington Huskies. I mean, they were so ready to go, it's beyond belief. And we've talked about this at various times a lot over the years, but no one goes out to play a sport, Division One college sports, that goes, you know what, today it's 90%. Today it's 80%. Every guy that goes out there to play, every gal that goes out there to play, it's 100%. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you're able to reach the same level of energy every week that you play in the case of football or every game, whether it's bat, whatever it might be. And so... And where's your toughness level to push through? To, to be able that's to... That's what I saw. That's right. Is a team that can reach the brink of... of of maximizing yourself and still continue to, to go as That's hard right. as you can. That's right. So it's easy when you haven't played in almost two years to walk into sure. Washington Husky, you know, Husky Stadium in Washington and go, let's go. Frankly, I think it's going to be pretty easy this Saturday to walk out the tunnel under the lights for the first time at Washington Grizzly Stadium in almost two years and be pretty wound up and ready to go. But the question is when Dixie State comes to town. You know, is it going to now? No, I'm not sitting here going, "Hey, upset alert, Dixie State." But I am saying, you have to judge yourself by yourself if you're the Washington, you know, the Montana Grizzlies. Now, you have to. That is the the barometer is in the mirror, and you've already put on tape what you are. And I think that's a big stick for Bobby Houck and that staff to hold because they could go, "No, no, no, no." Back in early September, we already did this. So why is it not happening now if there was to be a lack of energy, you know? And I don't think there's probably anybody better than Bobby Houck to regain a team's attention and focus on that sort of thing. But if they if they do that stuff, they're in the driver's seat. If you're asking me for one question mark, sorry, I'm excited. You know, I haven't been on it's the okay. radio in a while. It's quarterback, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I give... Cam Humphrey, a ton of credit. He was gritty, and he was tough. Mm -hmm. He scored the only touchdown the team scored in the game, and he made some plays. He did. He also missed some plays. He did. And I didn't think that he looked scared. I didn't think that he played scared. I think he just missed some stuff. Like, he he had an overthrow. It happens. He he also had his security blanket was the number one guy on the scouting report because the most proven offensive weapon returning for Montana is Sammy Akim. That's right. And Washington has two... NFL corners, and they put, they put the best one on Sammy Kim. That's going to help Cam Humphrey just exceptionally just because when you're in trouble, it's third and nine. Okay, no single side number 18, throw him the ball. And, and so, you, you, I mean, you put all that stuff in there. But also, I mean, there's a lot of – Cam Humphrey's been at the University of Montana for like four years. And he for hasn't sure. played like he hasn't been the guy, right? He's been waiting, sure. and then we've had COVID and all the, all of it. So to finally get your opportunity in a setting like that, and especially down the stretch, man, it's easy to start getting those alligator arms in the proverbial sense. When all of a sudden, whoa, we're up by three, and it's the fourth quarter at the University of Washington, and now, okay, I just don't want to make a mistake or whatever. I thought he actually improved as the game went on, and for that, I give him a lot of credit. That said, um, he's got a long way to go to become, you know, to 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 show what he is as a quarterback, that he is, you know, a, a, a say an all-conference level or whatever you want to say uh, type of quarterback. I don't know that he needs to be, but obviously that's what 
the University of Montana wants him to be. It's what he would want for himself, certainly. Uh, and so that's the that's the one sort of spot that I want to see, like, how's it going to go? The thing is, they just seem so strong everywhere else that mm, how much is that going to matter or not at this point? I don't know. I mean, at some point, you're going to need your quarterback to be the dude who makes plays, and I think Cam Humphrey can. But Do you, though? Yeah, maybe not. That's, that is... Well, at some point, yes. If you want to talk about the like going postseason and making a run in the postseason, yes, you will need that. I, I'm just Bobby Houck doesn't agree with that, and that it could be his fatal flaw, or it could be the most brilliant thing ever. Because if you rely, if you have to have that happen, then that guy doesn't make plays. I mean, let's think about this: last time the Grizz played a season, 2019, relying on the quarterback to make plays was why the Grizz didn't make a deeper run because Dalton Steve being hurt made their offense less diverse. And then Dalton Steve throwing five picks against Weber State was their demise in the playoffs. Understood. But there is a difference between relying on your quarterback to be the guy and needing your quarterback to come through in moments. You know, and that's what I think they have, especially, I mean, they're down at least two running backs, right? Mm-hmm. And... Maybe, you know, just got a, a, a ding in that game. Hopefully, you know, everybody cares, comes back and all that. But um, y- you need your quarterback to make some plays. He doesn't have to be the guy. And and we've talked to Coach Houck about that explicitly. And you're right. He He's like, no, like, he doesn't have to be the leader, the captain, the best player, anything like that. You need, But you do need uh, a stable force who's not going to make a ton of mistakes. I thought Cam Humphrey didn't make a ton of mistakes. He didn't make the big mistakes, which was huge, but he 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 is going to need to be better. Nuanas now one two nine ESPN Missoula Ryan Tutel in studio with me Coulter Nuanas going to keep talking football. We're kind of playing this one by ear. Matt Johnson, the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagles, may or may not join us here uh, before this show is over. He is finishing up practice. I uh, have a uh, text into Coach Johnson to let us know, but. Uh, if he's not, then we're going to keep talking Grizzlies, Bobcats, and even maybe some high school football, and maybe even some more NFL over-unders for win totals as well. And uh, we might hear from Azula Big Sky's head coach who led the Eagles to a 42-7 to victory last week. Either way, keep it right here on 102.9 ESPN Radio. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home. Three Missoula Class AA high schools posted victories on the same night last week while the Florence Falcons and the Hamilton Bronx each made statements. Hello, this is Coulter Nuanez. Big Sky's offense got on track after committing multiple red zone turnovers in a 13-3 loss at Bozeman-Gallatin in Week 1. Caleb Wren threw for three scores, including two to Lewis Sanders and ran for another, and Isaac Ayers added two more scores as the Eagles raced past Billing Skyview last Friday 42-7. Hellgate bounced back from a loss on a last-second field goal to Great Falls CMR in Week 1 to post a 38-7 
42-20 win over Belgrade. Connor Dick threw five touchdowns, including three to Ian Finch and two more to Leo Filardi, who hauled in scores of 54 and 34 yards. And top-ranked Sentinel moved to 2-0 with a salty 34-14 win at Bozeman. The Spartans won again a week after knocking off Billings West in a thriller at Washington Grizzly Stadium, 22-19. Zach Cruz again stole the show, scoring a pair of touchdowns on the ground as the Spartans won for the 12th straight time. Forrest Carlton fully announced their presence as a Class B state title favorite, destroying top-ranked and defending champion Manhattan 52 to nothing. Junior quarterback Pat Duchesne threw for 383 yards and four touchdowns to pace the Falcons past the Tigers. And finally, Hamilton destroyed perennial Class A power Dillon 48-6. Tyson Ross had a future Montana Grizzly ran for four touchdowns, and Tim Zahner added a 95-yard kick return for the Bronx, who were led by head coach Bryce Carver, a Dillon native. ESPN Radio Missoula. here on a Thursday. Hope you're having a great evening. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. It's Nuanas now. I'm Coulter Nuanas. My old partner in crime, Gus Tutel, back in the seat. It's been a fun show so far. And it's good having Ryan back. How's it feel? You feel rusty? You're not rusty at all. You're, you're just rolling. Cheetahs don't need to stretch, bro. <laughs> Uh, it's good having you back. Uh, on one last note I was going to make uh, for you before we get to uh, Missoula Big Sky head coach Matt Johnson. He'll join yes. us here in just a minute. But um, it's still sort of cumbersome to interview the assistants at Montana. Uh, that's still, you know, sometimes they'll let it happen, but whatever. That's not what I'm here to say, though. Uh, they, are, they are good about just, you know, shooting it with you a little bit you know, before and after practice for a couple minutes. And it's been fun getting to know Kent Bear because he's such a wealth of information. I mean, he's been around college football since 1978. So, uh, as the old saying goes, he's forgot more about college football than we'll ever know. But I asked him, I said, hey, you know, year 43, where's that one rank for you with Montana knocking mm. off Washington? And he said, number one. Really? I said, wow. I said, really? I said, you thought about it. He said, oh, yeah. He said, and I remember 2002, our first year at Notre Dame, we went into – uh, Doak Walker Stadium and knocked off number two Florida State in front of a sold-out crowd. Uh, when I was at uh, Stanford, he said they knocked off Clemson. And he said those were kind of the ones that had stuck out. Uh, they had, a, I think, a Rose Bowl win at Arizona State. But he said, nope, that, that was, in terms of our preparation, our game plan, that was the, the best performance I've, I've had for a team I coach. I mean, it, in a certain sense, it has to be. Like, if you – you're going to give the players all the credit, and the players deserve – the credit. I mean, they went out and they did it. You know what For I mean? Sure. But at the end of the day, uh, that coaching staff, it's 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 the ultimate delivery of a win in in sort of in you, you I bet they've never been in a game with longer odds and a bigger number, right. a bigger spread than that one, you know, that they've gone out and won. And so to do that, you can go home pretty satisfied if you're a coach for the Grizzlies now. 
Time now for our Garden City Spotlight, presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates. If you need your wisdom teeth out, go see Dr. Morris. He'll get you in. It'll be efficient. It'll be gentle. He'll get you all healed up. It's just a part of life. If you need your wisdom teeth out, go give Dr. Gene Morris a call today, or you can visit oralsurgicalassociates.com. The Garden City Spotlight features... Interviews with all three head football coaches from Missoula's Class AA high schools, except for not this week. This is a solo interview because Sentinel and Hellgate were supposed to take each other on uh, here in Missoula, and uh, that's not happening because of COVID. But we are not going to sit here and talk about any of that because you are here for the good stuff. And the good stuff last week included Missoula Big Sky with a big bounce-back win. Big Sky went on the road uh, to Gallatin the first week of the year, and uh, some red zone turnovers really hurt the Eagles, and they lost 13-3. to But last week, they bounced back in a big way, 42-7 to over Billings Skyview. A big win for the Eagles in their first of the year. So we go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line and welcome in Matt Johnson, the head coach of Missoula Big Sky. And, Coach, congratulations on a good bounce-back win. Uh, take us through it. I mean, what did you think of your team? How would you guys turn the corner from going uh, three points week one to 42 in week two? Yeah, thanks, Coulter. Uh, well, I think two things. You know, we we went back to work on uh, Monday after our Gallatin game and uh, got after everybody and watched a lot of film, and our kids knew and recognized, you know, where a lot of the errors came from. Several of them were self-inflicted, so we worked hard on, you know, rectifying that and uh, felt like our kids, we had a great week of practice going into it. Our kids were super focused, and we felt the matchup was a little bit better for us anyway, and and really what I thought was I challenged our team that somebody needed to step up and make a play. And usually when that happens, other people start falling, falling into suit. And we had that happen. We had uh, caused fumble. We fumbled it. We caused the fumble, recovered it. We're able to take it down the field, capitalize on it. Uh, we had a pick. We had a pick six. Um, so I felt like our kids started to get in the, their own flow and move, move better together and same thing on offense. Things started to click. We we even started slow, but things started to click and um, felt like our kids really got in the flow with each other and took a step forward. I have a surprise for you, Coach, because uh, my old my old running mate here, Ryan Tutel, he swung by the studio today, so he's actually co-hosting with me. I didn't even tell you he was going to be on the line, but so Gus is here as well. You made it awkward. I could have just jumped in and <laughs> see what happened. Well, I didn't, you know want, you, I mean? I, I didn't yeah. want him to think I had a massive <laughs> voice change right in the midst of the show. <laughs> Coach, uh, good, good to talk with you again. Uh, you, you go now, you're one and one, and you take on Glacier, who's two and zero, oh, and all you know, perennially great, great team from from Kalispell. When you get a loss in the first week, close loss, and then a dominant win in the second week, and then you have a team like that and a coaching staff, you know that you know knows what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. How do you, you know, expect and need to go into a game like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Glacier is a well-coached team, and uh, you know they got some pretty good players and. It, it's going to be a good game. And, you know, the challenge for us now is finding consistency. So if we can take what we uh, did a lot better job on last week and move forward with it, we're going to give ourselves a really good chance. But different type of team, different type of animal. And, you know, if we can battle and give ourselves a chance at the end, I think we can we can get these guys. But, um they're tough, and it's going to be a good challenge. And so that's one thing we talked about all week. We're not going to be able to just walk in there and think, oh, because we had a good win, that these guys will lay down for us or it'll be easy in any way. So it'll be a challenge ahead of us, especially going on the road. Um, 
but you know we're ready for the challenge you know, coach, I got kind of a philosophy question for you, if you will, because you, you've been a head coach for a long time, big sky, a long time. Consistency is something that any coach, any sport is always going to preach is, is, is improvement week to week and, and being consistently good week in and week out. And yet it's so hard to actually do that. What, why is that? What's the, what's the thing that makes consistency difficult from week to week for, you know, a football team? Well, for one thing, uh, we're talking about 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, <laughs> right. right? No, what's the issue so, there? I don't, I don't follow. It seems like yeah, they right? should just be locked right? and loaded. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just day to day stuff's inconsistent for them. And so, you know, getting them focused. And, and then, really, though, the big thing is being able to build on it. So, um, every team presents a different challenge and matchups can be struggles from one week to the next, right? And you see that at every level, high school, college. uh, You know, you you could go on and beat somebody big, and the next week somebody small gets you. And so so a lot of it comes to matchups and how you can handle things. I think the big thing we look for, though, um, it's not necessarily consistency that that we score a lot of points or beat them, but are, are we improving on the mechanics which lead us to that? So when we are in those positions, we can eat capitalize on them. And, you know, that, that's a hard one to measure. Usually it's what we do with film. They were like, Hey, we actually, we actually did some things pretty well, even though maybe one part of the game didn't show it or the scoreboard maybe didn't show it. We can still evaluate that. Cause I tell our teams all the time, we will take, if you give me your absolute best and we know at the end, Hey man, that's the best we possibly can play right? And that's the best effort you can give. I'll take that no matter what the result, because I know that's improvement and that's part of that consistency. What I can't take is then the mental errors and, you know, physical mistakes that you make. So those sometimes present another challenge, especially if you get, you get another player across from you that's just a stud for whatever reason. And you, and we have a guy that struggles with them. That's tough. That's a tough matchup. Right. And so really just looking at, that part of it. If we can take steps, it's a long, it's a long season. Do you take those steps are going to come into play and matter? So that that's really where we go with that. Matt Johnson joining us, part of our Garden City Spotlight, highlighting the head coaches from the Class AA programs around Missoula, Sentinel, and um, Hellgate. Supposed to play this week. That's not happening. But the Big Sky Eagles, they do take on Kalispell Glacier and uh, Coach the the running back Jake Randina from Glacier. He's a premier player in this state. He's big, strong, and fast. He's got way better moves than you think for a 230-pound guy. He actually reminds me of a couple guys who used to play back at Big Sky back in the day. Reminds me of Colton Wallace. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's about as big as I was playing offensive line, and this guy's a running back. So uh, pretty pretty yeah. uh, impressive talent. But uh, they like to give him the rock early and often. How do you go about slowing down uh, one of, if not the best running back in the state of Montana? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough, right? He, I mean, he's 235 pounds, and I think he broke the national deadlift record. He did. I, I, can't, I don't remember. I heard the number, but it's over 600 pounds anyway. Um, <laughs> might even been close to eight. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he's a solid kid. He plays hard. Uh, I like the the way he runs. In some ways, the way you're referring to even reminds me a little bit of Bo Donaldson back For in sure. the day. Just a physical, physical running back. So... You know, we got a couple of things that we think maybe will work. I, you know, and a big one is going to be getting multiple people to him. Don't don't take him on square. We got to get to his legs. 
um, you know, he's just he's big enough that he he's going to run over you. So you got to find a way to to get to his legs and gang tackle him. And um, I think we have a couple things that we can do to maybe slow him down. And you know, the 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 problem is he's you have to have so much focus on him to to work to take him away as much as you can that their pass game is you know it's solid too. So double-edged sword, you know, we'll have our work cut out for us, but, you know, I think we can match up in, in a lot of ways with them. Well, Coach, thanks so much for calling us. I know you just got done with practice. I know it's always a busy time of year, so we appreciate you making some time for us here on Nuanas Now, and best of luck as you take on the Wolfpack this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for all you do with the sports show, and glad I could be on it. Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky. They take on Kalispell Glacier after uh, a big win over Billings Skyview a week ago. Take you home, give you a preview for the weekend. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, Montana? Hope you're having a great evening. It's Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Been a distinct pleasure having my great friend and former and sort of current, again, colleague, Ryan Tutel, <laughs> in studio with me. <laughs> We've been rolling all sorts of things. We did NFL over-unders for win totals for the season. Give you our Treasure State Stars for the week. Shared a good interview with Alex Esserman, her debut on Nuana's Now. She's a sports reporter there for SWX Montana in Bozeman, so she gave us some insight. She's in, great, into too, M- She's doing a great job. She's M- MSU football and uh, some Southwest Montana sports as well. And then we've been talking uh, Grizzlies and some high school football here on hour number two. If you missed anything in the show, you can find it all on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and... Sports bet Montana. We're 27 minutes away from the start of another hugely disappointing Cowboys season. I can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait. The, for the NFL. I, I actually found myself very compelled by the Dallas Cowboys be, because, although I don't think I think Dak Prescott isn't as good as a, the the sort of world at large thinks he is. I think he's fine. I don't think he's elite. Some people think he's elite. I don't know. I think he's, he's just outside like that top 10 ranking. But I did find myself very compelled by him because of his personal story. Dak is a very thoughtful guy. He lost his brother to suicide uh, last year and then uh, you know basically got his foot turned backwards. And then he signs a monster contract. So he has all the pressure in the world. And then they're on hard knocks. So although it is so fun to hate the Cowboys and watch the Cowboys underachieve and disappoint, 
I, I feel actually sort of compelled by this team only because Dak Prescott's story is just so unbelievable. Well, the thing that the worst part of hard knocks is putting you in a situation where you feel like you want to root for a team that you hate. It's true. Which certainly was the case here. I now I won't. Let's be clear. Because Jerry Jones still came through just to be exactly who he is. But um, I'll tell you this. And and Dak's story, which here's the thing that I like about Dak's story. We're in the middle of it. You know, like there's there's so much more, not just football, but life, you know, for him. And I absolutely am rooting for Dak Prescott to, you know, just in, in every facet because he has had a lot of loss, a lot of pain, physical, emotional life. He's also had a lot of greatness in his life. I mean, he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. As a fourth-round draft. And, and he, you know, he's got a lot. I will say this, hard knocks made me think he is actually a better quarterback than I thought he was. I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback because he's not yet, but watching him do what he does and kind of go through it, uh, there, there was the command that he showed and the no doubt, you know, from from all the guys that were around him, uh, I thought was something that I was that I hadn't anticipated. And so I I, uh, I I was very impressed with him. And, you know, and, and I hope that he, of course, stays healthy. And if he does, they're going to be a very formidable offense in this league. We're closing in on it. We're about uh, well, less than 48 hours away. From the return of College Game Day, we will be broadcasting to you live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot here in Missoula, right by the walking bridge, uh, right on your way to Washington Grizzly Stadium. So swing on by. Domino's Pizza will be down there. We got some Pepsi for everybody to drink. The Badlander will be serving drinks. Got a sweet RV we're bringing down there to show off as well. Can't wait to be on the radio leading up to Montana's home opener against Western Illinois. 3.30 on the air? We'll be here from right. 3.30, 3.30 to 5.30 uh, for the pregame show, and then the kickoff is at 6, and uh, we'll throw it right over to Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, to uh, take you home there with the Paddleheads as well as they have a one-game playoff uh, contest. And the winner goes to the Pioneer League Championship Series. So, exciting evening of sports around the city of Missoula. We're just so glad to have college football back. It'll be myself, Rajim Seabrook. Ryan will probably swing by a little bit, too, because he's definitely going to come kick it in the press box with us for the game. Ryan will also be making appearances on College Game Day throughout the fall as well. And maybe even right here on Nuanas now. Hope everybody has an outstanding Thursday evening. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Rajim Seabrook will be in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas giving you a rundown of high school football, college football, and everything in between. Be well. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get 
commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.